Welcome back to Big Lezzers League and all rugby league experience. Let's go through your Super Saturday of rugby league and let's start with the Tigers v the Dolphins. What a game. Again, another nail-biter. It's been so good to watch close games of football. So good to watch close games of football. Appy has one of his days out at halfback as well. Not a hooker, not any specialist position, has a day out. Uh, and obviously wins the game in the end for the West Tigers in an absolute definition nail-biter against the Dolphins. Obviously, one point in it, one point in it. Field goal kicked as well by the Dolphins, and uh, Apicorosau, 40 metres out from the sideline, boots an absolute belter of a penalty kick. And, yeah, I mean, what a win. What a win by the West Tigers. Such a close game. It was the first time both sides have met in the NRL, despite 24 rounds already taking place in the competition. Benji Marshall coached his first official game after taking over from Tim Sheens during the week. The rookie coach took on former mentor Wayne Bennett as well, which was really cool to see for Benji. And Benji getting pretty much on a 100% record. Benji is on a 100% record. As a, as a head coach, which is uh, a good start for Benji. Great start. Uh, Luke Brooks was obviously ruled out, obviously, with a calf injury. Api getting into the halves. Looked at home in the position as well. Ball playing awesome. You know, just as explosive. I love watching Api just generally, even when he's playing hooker, getting into that first receiver role. I think it's actually when he's his most dangerous as well. His kicking game, uh, particularly during the uh, close to the try line, is first class. His grabber kicks are great. Um, he was awesome. Absolutely outstanding at halfback. As I said, looked at home as well. And credit to Simkin as well. Credit where credit is due. Simkin had to play the full 80 at hooker. Um, I thought he did a great job at that as well. I think he played the full game at hooker. I don't know who else would have gone into hooker um, during the game. Let's have a look at player stats here. I'm pretty sure he played the full game at hooker. Uh, big boy, Jake Simkin. Let's have a look. He played 72 minutes. So he must have come off and someone else must have come out hooker. Anyway, he played majority of the game at hooker, which is very impressive for a guy who is a bench hooker. Generally, Burnley plays about 30 minutes of rugby league per week. Uh, awesome stuff for Jake Simkin. Uh, Herman SESA placed on report in the third minute for a dangerous tackle after alleged crush tackle. I believe he has been suspended for that one. Uh, Jake Simkin failed to finish the game. Here we go, due to a head injury assessment. I didn't even notice he went off, but there you go. Came off with a HIA uh, late in the game. Couldn't finish. The Dolphins completed their inaugural season with a 4-8 and eight record in away matches this year. The Dolphins have now lost all three games they have played in Sydney. Uh, the Tigers' win was their first in five attempts at Combank Stadium as well. West Tigers... First win in a while, too, which is great for them. Uh, congratulations to the West Tigers. Very well-deserved win. I've been tasting West Tigers win. I have. I've been tasting it. I think I, I knew it was coming. I didn't think it was going to be coming against the Dolphins. I thought that it was insane that the Tigers were the favorites against the Dolphins as well at Combank Stadium, despite, uh, you know, 
uh, you know, not despite including their record that they have at the stadium, which is literally was zero from five before this game. Uh, I thought it was insane that they were the favourites going into this one. I had the Dolphins. Uh, and obviously, the West Tigers proved me wrong. And that'd be Coruscant having an absolute blinder in this one at halfback. Now, the stats don't really scream blinder. But when you go back and you watch the game, you watch him at halfback, he had a blinder. 89 meters, 17 post contact, and line break, four tackle busts in this game as well. I believe he kicked for 219 meters in this well. Four bombs as well from the big happy Coruscant doing things like a halfback as he should. Um, he had a really solid stint, an 80-minute stint as well. And credit to Apicorosio as well. Like, usually we don't see him play the full 80 minutes of football generally at hooker. Playing the full 80 at hook, uh, uh, halfback, I should say. Um, great stuff there from Apicorosio. Really impressive performance. And a prof- uh, impressive performance from the West Tigers as well. Awesome stuff. Uh, he had Jareen Buller running for 108 metres, getting a tackle bust in this game. Line break assist and a try assist from him. Two two line break assist and a try assist from Dane Laurie running for 114 metres. fucky has been great as a running 5'8 as well. He was decent in this game as well. Um, you know, you've got big Isaac Papali'i running for 131 metres. You know, and getting a shit ton of tackles here. 39 tackles for both uh, Isaiah Papali'i and Johnny Bateman. Some solid performances in this game. Some really solid performances. Uh, very impressive from the Tigers. Very impressive from the Dolphins as well. Herman SESA, I thought, set the tone here. Jared Wallace as well. You know, 179 metres for Jared Wallace. I believe he came off the bench as well. So, you know, in a 59-minute stint, running 179 metres. Awesome stuff there from a big J-Wall. Uh, making 31 tackles as well in this game. He had a solid stint out there. Um, really solid performance from both sides. Again, a nail biter and was really, really entertaining to watch. It was out to dinner um, at the Coogee Bowling Club as well, watching this game. And, you know, we were struggling to get the TV working. We were trying to figure out all these fucking channels that they had. It was like started from a 1,000 and then went to fucking 2,000. I didn't even know what I was doing on this TV. Spent bloody 20 minutes, 20 minutes. And then I said, fuck it. So I logged into my KO on their TV. So I'm probably still log- logged into KO at the Coogee Bowling Club just quietly. If you want to go and watch the football, you can, you know, use my KO. I think it's my uncle's KO that I actually logged into. Um, but me and my uncle are logged into the um, Coogee Bowling Club KO. Um, so ob- obviously it's uh, free footy on us just quietly. Have to go in and log in, log out of that one. Um, but anyway... Uh, forget I said anything. We'll move on. Panthers v. the Titans now. Had to go back and forth from the Tillies and the Titans here. Um, I really wanted to tune in and watch Tom Weaver. I obviously went back and watched the game as well. Um, I was impressed. I really was, particularly with how dominant the Titans came out in this game. It's crazy to think that the Titans were so dominant to start this game as well. Obviously, the Panthers, after about 20 minutes, pretty much took the game by the scruff of the neck and absolutely pumped uh, the Titans here, which was what we expected. You know, I was really impressed with the Gold Coast Titans. I really was with their performance in this one. Uh, Yeah, just, just the way they started the game. Tom Weaver laying on tries. Especially that one for Dave Fafita too in the first half. Um, I thought he did a really good job in the seven. Uh, Tom Weaver, very, very good footballer. If he's going to be in the side next week, I wouldn't be surprised. He is a fantastic number seven. 
Um, Dave Fafita was placed on report two for an alleged crusher tackle. Again, don't think he's going to be suspended um, going into next week. The Panthers have now won nine of their past 10 games against the Titans. The Titans have now won only two of their past eight games at Seabus Super Stadium. The Titans lost Philip Sami to a foot injury with the winger not returning after halftime before there were serious concerns for Jaden Campbell when he left the field for a knee injury. Uh, it looks to be... Uh, potentially an ACL, which would be terrible, terrible um, for the Titans to have Jaden Campbell out with an ACL injury. We'll have to see what happens over the next few days, but it didn't look good at all. Uh, as I said, Tom Weaver making an immediate impact in on his debut to send Klesser Haas through the gap on the right edge for his first NRL try assist. Uh, as I said, he was outstanding in this game, Tommy Weaver. Um, James Fisher-Harris also placed in report. Again, not suspended. Hip-drop tackle, arguable both ways for me. The James Fisher-Harris um, hip-drop tackle. Um, you know, obviously there has been a lot of confusion with hip-drop tackles over the past few um, years, years, I guess, over the past few weeks especially. Uh, particularly this year, it has been a real concern. Um, but yeah, look, I mean, as I said, really impressed with the first 20 minutes from the Titans. I thought that they pl- were the dominant side in this game, but after that, it was pretty much Panther Town. It was pretty much Panther Town. In saying that, congratulations to the Titans forwards as well. Fodawaka running for 156 metres. Jermaine Jaloff running for 166 metres. Tino running for 176 metres in this game as well. Very, very impressive stuff from these guys. Uh, but all of them making above 20 tackles as well. Uh, 42 tackles for the big Mo Fodawaka. Great stuff there from him. Uh, Jaloff made 26 tackles, only two misses. Uh, Tino made 28 tackles, zero misses. One ineffective, but 28 tackles, zero misses from the big Tino was a sensational effort from him. Uh, Really impressive stuff from the Gold Coast Titans, as I said. Um, And yeah, I mean, you can take a lot from the first 20 minutes of that game for the Gold Coast Titans and moments during that game as well. I thought they were quite impressive. Uh, But yeah, look, I mean, Panthers doing what they do best. There's not really much else to say. You can't really go and credit the, the Panthers too much. I mean, Dill Edwards, blinder, 303 metres. I think he scored two or three tries in that game. He scored two tries in that game, uh, which was awesome stuff from him. Uh, it was one leg off a multi. All I needed was big Hosking to go over for a bit of Val on my Super Saturday, but my Super Saturday wasn't so super, unfortunately. Uh, other than that, though, awesome stuff from the Panthers. As I said, them doing what they do best. Um, and, yeah, good win. Great win from the Panthers, 40-14. to 14. First 20 minutes from the Titans, though, I think it is probably the best I've seen the Titans all year. And then we go on to probably one of the games of the round, which is the Dragons v. the Melbourne Storm. Tell you what, didn't rate Billy Burns too much before this game. Didn't really know much of Billy Burns before this game. He comes out and has a fucking blinder in the back row. Team of the week, all that. He was outstanding, Billy Burns. Playing like a center in the back row. Really evasive. Defense was outstanding. Attack was outstanding. Had an absolute blinder in this game. I'll have to get up the stats because he was great. Dan Russell has been super underrated as well over the past few weeks. We'll get to him in a second. Billy Burns, 105 meters, 16 post contact, a line break, 7 tackle busts, 9 hit-ups from the big Billy Burns. 31 tackles as well. Solid stuff there from Billy then you've got an absolute battler like Dan Russell, who has been so underrated over the past few weeks. 87 metres, 42 post contact, 
Eight hit-ups in this game. 34 tackles as well. Solid stuff there from Dan Russell. Obviously, at the back end of the game, it wasn't the best defense um, from the uh, Dragons. Obviously, with the Melbourne Storm fucking dominating towards the back end of the game to get that 38-28 scoreline. Again, it's probably one of the best St. George performances I've seen all year. It really has. Ben Hunt, you know, not the best... Uh, I guess, stat sheet going into this game. But I thought that he was really good in organizing this team. Tyrell Sloan having a blinder, 177 meters, two line breaks, 43 post contact, three tackle busts in this game as well. Uh, I thought that he was outstanding, Tyrell Sloan, uh, really linking with Ben Hunt well. Uh, Moses Suley, 131 meters, 49 post contact, two line break assists, a try assist in this game as well, three tackle busts. Five tackle bust for the big Michele Ravalawa. I mean, from the back line, from most of this side here from the Dragons, it was probably one of the most impressive performances I've seen from them all year. Um, as for the Melbourne Storm, Alicia Katoa, uh, a guy that I should have put in the team of the week, but I didn't. He, it was one of his best games. That cutout pass that he threw to Xavier Coates was insane. Uh, and he had some really big moments throughout that game as well. That big hit that he put on as well. Um, in that game when Jerome Hughes scored was awesome. He had an absolute blinder, Alicia Katoa. Uh, Will Warbrick as well, and Xavier Coates having blinders in this game as well, looking really dangerous. Xavier Coates especially, again, an absolute smoky for the team of the week. Uh, he was great, 182 metres, eight tackle busts for the big Xavier Coates. Again, another guy I should have put in the team of the week, but I didn't. Will Warbrick is a great shout as well. Uh, it was really hard to put the team of the week together this week. It really was. Uh, this was a really solid game. Again, talk about arm wrestle. For the majority of this game, it really was. Was until that Ben Hunt hit uh, where he got absolutely smoked and Jerome Hughes scored that try. It was a very even Stephen game, a very even Stephen game, and I really enjoyed it as well. Really enjoyed this one. Um, you know, as I said, um, probably one of the better Dragons performances I've seen all year. Um, going into the logistics for this game, Storm completed all 19 sets of possession in a statistically, Jesus cannot speak, perfect first half and finished the game with 36 completions from 41 sets. So not too bad. I think that's around the 80% mark, which is pretty good um, for the Melbourne Storm. Dragons have won only two of seven games at Wynn Stadium this season. St. George uh, winger Michele Revelau has scored nine tries in his past seven games now. Great strike rate, uh, taking his season tally to 20, the most by a dragon since Brett Morris in 2010. What about that stat there for the Dragons? Uh, Jerome Hughes has scored a try in all six or against in all six games, I should say, against the Dragons. So Jerome Hughes, a good omen bet against the Dragons. Uh, Tyrell Sloan, as I said, has scored six tries in his past eight games at Win Stadium. He had an absolute blinder in this game for the Dragons. Definitely one of the standouts. Uh, Nick Meany has chalked up 200 points this season. Second only to Jermaine Asako with 220. He has had an outstanding year. And this was the argument I was making on BTFU the other week. How are you going to bring, um, you know, Ryan Pappenhausen back into this side with how well Nick Meany's been playing over the past few weeks as well? It's going to be very, very hard. Uh, solid game of football, though. Um, you know, Melbourne Storm doing great things, but one of the better Dragons performances I've seen this season as well. Oh, <laughs> 